Hi, my name is Mark Yiskowitz. I'm editor-at-large for MMM, and I'm super excited to be part of today's sponsored podcast with DoCare, the HCP marketing company that includes point-of-care media and other kinds of engagement. Here with me today is Kamya Elawadi, who is SVP Platform and Corporate Strategy at DoCare, to talk about the topic of supercharging HCP messaging using data. Specifically, what are some of the most effective uses of data when building out a marketing plan to target HCPs? And what kind of scale is required to be effective when engaging with HCPs at the point of care? Kami will answer those questions as we learn more about the topic of data-driven marketing to HCPs, which today is helping pharma companies personalize their communication and provide relevant engagement. Targeting the HCP across digital platforms and forums is the new personalized marketing strategy as technology makes it easier to understand an HCP's preferences and content requirements. Hello, Kamia. Great to have you here. Thank you, Mark. I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. So I know that uh, you want uh, the audience to start thinking about how using data can play an important role in planning a campaign and executing um, you know, HCP engagement. So let's jump in, uh, shall we? Yes, absolutely. Great. So en- engaging HCPs from a marketing perspective has evolved quite a bit since before the COVID pandemic. I'd love to get your take on what you think are some of the most significant ways um, it's evolved and what you see as some of the most effective uh, methods for engaging HCPs these days. So I think um, considering that, you know, HCP has been uh, one of the key uh, important um, stakeholder when a pharma brand is trying to reach out to them and COVID really hit hard when um, reps were not able to visit in person and there was an offline uh, media which was completely gone on uh, one day. Digital marketing came to the picture and the uh, adaptation of that uh, digital marketing engagements really increased, had really effective role to play. Um, using the data, I think it has improved over the period of time. We have been uh, in fifth year of COVID and we are you know, still evolving from uh, the usage of uh, digital. And um, because of the data that we are trying to accumulate and we have the data available, we have been able to successfully use the data for hyper targeting HCP and use it for a better engagement, better uh, measurement of the campaign performances and overall, um, you know, reaching out to physicians if offline is uh, medium is not available with us. Sure. Um, you know, now that uh, in-person is, is possible again, you know, as you mentioned, it was paused uh, by the pandemic um, uh, in-person uh, rev visits. Um, companies are, are, I think, are kind of um, in a moment where they're struggling a little bit in terms of balancing their budgets between you know, they're tempted probably to put more money into in-person uh, again uh, versus digital. But having the, the data to really target digitally strengthens the argument for, you know, digital engagement. Well, what kind of data are, are we talking about when, when you talk about, you know, data-driven marketing to, to HCPs to uh, target campaigns more effectively? So I think... Um I completely agree that, you know, offline world is coming back and it's not never going to 100% go out. We are, uh, we have always seen uh, from consumer uh, world as well that uh, even if present of online or uh, online stores have not never killed an uh, in-person experience, we still have malls, we still have physical stores. And considering and driving from that inspiration, offline medium is not going anywhere. It, digital medium is just, complementing that um, uh, you know channel and considering that brands have started tasting the taste of data and using that uh, 
availability of uh, data to target uh, from the behavior perspective, what kind of uh, prescription is being written, what kind of physician is writing. So from targeting perspective, understanding the physician uh, from demographic perspective, from their behavior perspective, from their uh, understanding and assessment perspective, I think that is where um, the entire conversation is moving towards. We mm. Today, we have over 19,000 FDA-approved drugs. So for a physician to remember each one of them, or at least, you know, one-tenth of it, it's not practical possi- practically possible. In point of care space, we have an opportunity to, you know, precisely target the moments and precisely target uh, the 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 engagement uh, with physician where they are with the patient at the right time, which allow uh, uh, brands to reach out and share the information with in a bite size uh, material uh, with physician where they can use and um, you know make uh, decision basis those so the funnel of uh, reaching out to physician has narrowed down when it comes to point of care and it it is only possible because the availability of uh, point of care data that is there sure okay so we're talking about you know understanding physicians from a demographic perspective and another information about them that helps to hone the targeting okay uh, and when it comes to marketing to physicians at the at that moment of care, as you put it, uh, what are some of the best practices that are meaningful to physicians but not intrusive? Um, that's really interesting because I think a lot of brands, what they understand from digital space is that how uh, brands can make um, make HCP engage. When we call HCP engagement, we are not talking about brand, a physician clicking on uh, banners and you know redirecting to a microsite and reading about it. When we are talking about engagement in point of care space, we are talking about um, more transactional engagement where physician is closer to you know writing scripts and we are able to share valid information with physician that can improve patient outcomes, that can help them understand and engage uh, what better they can do. Instead of, you know, just clicking and um, moving to a microsite, that gives a really strong um, measurement matrix, uh, which is available, that is script generation, rather than just, you know, keeping it to clicks and understanding and keeping at larger level of brand awareness. It gives more translative uh, value for a campaign. Mm-hmm. So you're not just sending them to, to a website, uh, but do, do, so do you share that information um, through the EHR? You know, the, I've heard that's kind of tricky, you know, to, to kind of uh, be able to share that information right at that moment uh, when they're uh, doing the prescription because it's usually ordered through the, the EHR, right? Yeah, this, this is a tricky spot and that's why most of, um, you know, uh, digital space, when we talk about, have a combination of it. Um, the right set of information that reaches out to physician for helping would be more clinical in nature rather than promotional. And that's that's where the uh, line is drawn and that's where the uh, white and black comes in place. Because when you're sharing anything uh, clinical, which is helping improve uh, physician's uh, practice, that is considered non-intrusive and that's something which is welcoming. And this is coming from a study that we keep doing on a regular basis. We reach out to physician to understand how, you know, we can um, help them improve the uh, overall uh, practice. And this is something that they have confirmed and agreed um, that they prefer receiving relevant information rather than, you know, receiving 
uh, irrelevant information or rather than receiving um, advertising or promotional information about certain brands if i'm a physician and i'm a i'm with a patient i would rather have a, a relevant drug information coming to me saying or uh, talking about how effective or what is the um you know study that they have conducted is there's a relevant white paper that i can refer to or a dosing um information rather than having a colgate ad or having a uh, a car ad so that that's the kind of division that we're talking about when it's clinical mm-hmm. it's considered non intrusive by even by physician right right i've heard they also appreciate getting uh, drug coupons uh, copay cards uh, things that can help with access right absolutely that's, i think yeah. uh, that is something that we have also seen in our um, uh, work of line that uh, when copay or any such information is available it is not just helping hcp to uh, for uh, prescribing it to patient but is also helping patient to stick to the medication hence mm-hmm. you know overall improving uh, the adherence and uh, help um, reduce the burden on healthcare overall Yeah and and that's something that hasn't really changed uh pre-pandemic to post-pandemic is that uh physicians do appreciate um strategies that help with compliance and adherence um uh and uh lower the cost of healthcare overall. Um what are some of the most effective uses of data when building out a marketing plan to target HCPs? Let's kind of double click on that a little bit and get you to talk about um talk about that for a moment. So I think the usage of data has been uh, varied from uh, the beginning of pandemic before pandemic and now um the data that was available initially was more script level data which was considered as claim data and we were using that as uh, to devise uh, more and more strategies around hcp engagement but as we are moving towards uh, highly involved data usage we are talking about collecting first party data second using uh, third party data and with the first party data i think the way we have been able to uh, target and utilize um utilize that first party data uh, for targeting and measurement we have been able to see that you know if uh, effectively 90% of uh, strategies have evolved and improved over the time hmm so you're talking about sort of uh um a pharma company perhaps partnering with a healthcare organization to get first party data rather than relying on a third party claims data absolutely because that data availability has been there and that's something that can be used for targeting to the right moment as we are talking about because to be personalized the mess to be able to personalize the messages for physicians for that right moment we need to understand what they are dealing with what they are working on at that particular instant and that can only be supported by data sure sure uh, and then one the first party data um comes in um what what's um docare's um uh, pr- uh privacy strategy for that do you have uh does it go through a third party uh that kind of tokenizes it or de-identifies the data yeah we work uh, on we are hipaa compliant we are gdpr compliant and we follow the those strict norms to you know make sure that data is not being misutilized or we are not collecting or gathering something which is not permissible we have an opt in opt out feature as well um and we focus a lot on um, hashing the data before sharing with any or, or use utilizing it to any level of targeting or measurement 
and we keep uh, those uh, numbers really um, you know under under those uh, regulated uh, environments what strategy do you use to to pull through to 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 measure script lift on on the back end or whatever kind of action you're you're looking to to measure so we have a wonderful product called perform and it is um, actually helping a lot of brands with test and control environment where we are creating a uh test and control groups cohorts to you know reach out and uh, use expose uh, information or expose uh, expose certain npis and control certain npis so that we are able to see the lift that we are bringing in and there's a delta shift that we have been able to measure and see on certain brands uh, with a long term campaigns in point of care specifically so these brands are not um you know heavily using digital anywhere else and they have certain strategies in place for uh, you know running these tests and control and they we have seen very positive and very um, strong results from that mhm okay uh, let's switch gears for a second and talk about scaling up efforts what kind of scale is required to be effective when engaging with hcps at the point of care So I think um, from scale perspective, it is completely depending on um, the brand's objective. Considering that you know brand, um, what brand is trying to achieve, if it's just the awareness, or if it is talking about new indications. So we see that FDA is approving a lot of new indications these days, and considering that we we uh, the brand's effort towards reaching and educating that. a uh, physician around the indication versus the brand awareness overall it really depends on that and it scale it can be scaled down or scale up depending on um, the purpose of uh, the brand that we are trying to uh, work on mm-hmm. and um obviously in this day and age when a lot of marketers are trying to do more with less they want to make most efficient use of their resources do you find yourself uh offering something that uh helps them to um you know scale up or scale down to a greater extent is that is that are you being called upon to uh to to scale up and scale down more frequently these days because of budgetary constraints or is that you know just always a perpetual concern um i think the as as i mentioned the data has been something which is core of everything that we are doing right now and using that data we understand the optimization that is required for the brand and we try and drive on the end objective from that but we have seen brands um, using um, data to scale up and scale down and uh, considering that there are budget constraint i think point of care is something which is really close to physicians and results that they want to action the end action that they want to do so on point of care brands have not been um, cutting down or restraining any budgets we have seen those budgets have uh, cuts or you know restraining happening on endemic side of the business but not much on uh, point of care side of the business mm, okay um outside of physician uh, list matching um which I, i guess we were talking about earlier uh, in terms of uh, you know the one data driven strategy how else can you effectively target hcps at the point of care when we start off any digital campaign what we have observed is that when we are doing these list, list matches well in advance of knowing um uh, who we can reach uh, digitally through our platforms um that gives us you know uh, consideration of what more we can do to engage them 
we know exactly how many touch points we have with one uh, x number of physician at a certain point within the campaign duration so we devise our strategies with those uh, thoughts in mind so that it's not restrictive to one set of uh, one set of touch points with that physician but we are able to make uh, optimization and um, use those uh, moment of touch points with physician to engage them better evolve them better so that they they end up uh, in an actionable uh, results are you talking about uh, sort of non endemic advertising kind of to reach them uh, when they're kind of reading uh, various websites? Yes. So we try and Educare, we try and, you know, do a combination. Our focus is more on reaching out to HCP at all the level possible. But uh, depending on the objective of the brand, what we try to devise is what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of exposure we should have on endemic, non-endemic point of care. And most of the time we end up, you know, focusing a lot on end point of care because of the kind of objectives that they have. We always recommend brand to use a combination of uh, these different channel types because we don't want to overexpose and, you know, we don't want to uh, become um, annoying as a brand for a physician. But we also want to make sure that we, whatever information that we are um, sharing with the physician, it's not too pushy. It's always a pull that they are looking for that information and they have that information available in front of them. So, so from there, we are trying to, you know, think through when we are devising any strategies for the brand. Okay. And, uh, you know, are, are you seeing, you said uh, budget constraints aren't hitting a point of care um, as they are maybe hitting some other channels. What form do you, is, is a lot of the point of care taking these days, at least with, with DoCare? Is it, is it non-personal promotion like email? Uh, what, what, what sort of formats has that manifest itself? So in point of care, uh, when we're talking about, there has been really personalized communication that we are talking about. We are not focusing much on emails. Uh, we are focusing more on space than physician is with the patient at the right time. Uh, as we say that reaching out to right physician is important, but reaching out at the right time is equally important because if you don't define that time, the information that you are sharing with physician might become like an overload because he is reading, mm -hmm. he or she is reading so much about brands, so much about, um, you know, the studies that are happening, the peers uh, review that is available online. So they are trying to push and have all those conversation already. And if we are just present in uh, in front of them um, at at the time when they are not ready to consume that information, it will just surpass them. It will not impact um, uh, them at all. It will not be in their consideration set to read or uh, know about that uh, particular information. Right, but uh, don't care. It's not it's not screens in offices, right? That you're not doing that. No, we are not focusing on that. We are keeping it to the clinical level where physician, uh, when physician is working with, uh, uh, with an EHR or with the um, engaging with any platform, that's, that's where we are trying to, you know, reach out to them with the relevant, uh, precise information. So, so it's mainly within, uh, electronic uh, health records. Okay. Yes. All right. Which, which we discussed earlier. Okay. Um, what is your perspective, uh, Kamya on, including NPs and PAs as part of the HCP marketing efforts. Uh, they, you know, they, they, I guess, use uh, EHRs too, to a certain extent. And how can you reach them if you're focusing on list matches? So there's, uh, 
I think it's it's a really interesting question, and uh, as we see that you know influence really plays an important role. NPs and PAs in this conversation for a brand has an influence to play, but at the same time, um, they are not the final decision makers or they are not final um, action makers. So we try and advise um, brands to keep a balance of both. We always in, uh, try and include NPs and PAs as it's required from influencing point of view. But after that, I think their role is limited and uh, we try and focus from there to uh, HCP more. Okay, sure. And, um, you know, we've seen NPs and PAs play a greater role uh, in, in, in the delivery of healthcare, especially during the pandemic, um, when the shortage of doctors really became exposed. And, and although NPs and PAs are uh, sort of really helping out in, in, in so many different areas uh, of the country and, and of the world, really, where there's a need you know, for additional primary care physicians, we still see, at least in this country, that physicians are kind of driving, you know, as the primary decision maker, as you said, uh, on the healthcare team, and um, that that situation continues. Um, although, again, they they are building out their role for sure. Uh, so, so the, the marketer, you know, has to keep them in mind. And we see on our own surveys actually uh, budgets to NPs and PAs. It's part of the budget, uh, but but doctors, you know, by and large still attract the lion's share of the, of the marketing budget hasn't changed. Um, how do you build out uh, effective uh, engagement strategies by, la- by layering in different data sets to determine individual physician, physician preferences? Uh, I think there, there are two different levels of um, uh, data set that we try and use when we are um, uh, devising any campaign. We have some data sites which we are using for targeting purposes and then the other set of uh, data uh, is used for measurement purposes. So those two parts of the campaign um, uh, life cycle really plays uh, and heavily dependent on uh, data for us. Um, In between, we have implementation piece that is also dependent on data, but not from targeting and measurement perspective. So when we are talking about targeting data, we are using uh, NPI information. We are using uh, uh, understanding of that NPI, what kind of engagement that they are doing in general uh, on digital devices, what kind of uh, device type they are using, what kind of uh, iOS they are using. Those kind of data insights are being used. Uh, from demographic point of view, from behavior point of view, what we are trying to understand is that what is the um, ICD-10 codes? What are the NDCs that they are uh, using? What are the CPT codes that they are using while we are engaging with um, EHRs? So I think from there, we define the behavior of certain SCPs and that's that's how we are you know developing mm-hmm. and working on identity resolution around these SCPs to target better and define the moments better. Once we have done that piece of targeting, we use use these inputs to execute the campaign. And once the campaign is executed and we have reached to the level where we want to understand what is the impact of the campaign, we come back to rely on data for the measurement from script generation perspective. What is the NBRX, TRX, that kind of information that is available through claims understanding. So I think the entire execution, planning to execution journey is all dependent on data for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's interesting. You kind of build a profile of of the doctor through the demographic and behavioral data, and that kind of determines, you know, how you execute the campaign. 
Um, and then you, uh, on the back end, you follow up on the conversion rates using claims data uh, to determine TRX and NRX. Okay, great. Do you see this as being an effective part of an omni-channel strategy? I'm sure you do, but <laughs> get your thoughts yeah. on that. Absolutely, it is. And I think this data sets are available, as I mentioned uh, earlier, that there are first party and third party usage of data. These data sets are available, but they are all available in silos. What we are do trying to do is bring them together so that we can use them effectively and not just digitally, but also uh, trying to combine offline and online world together. And that's that's uh, something that we vision um, going forward, that we want to bring um, offline and online world and complement uh, them together for an NCP engagement. As a brand, if you want to reach to an NCP, you should be able to complement your uh, reps visit with an uh, online follow-up. That's how we see our, our um, efforts moving forward. And that's, that's where we, our journey lies. We are right now probably at very niche stage where we are only focusing on digital. But going forward, I think we, we see us uh, bringing all this offline world and online world uh, together for effective usage of uh, mark, um, marketing spends for HCP. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, um, this has been fascinating, Kamya. Those who have any questions uh, can email her through MMM. If you have a you know a question about you know building a data driven HCP campaign, feel free to to reach her through the magazine. And uh, to that end, Kamya, let's have another conversation as uh, data driven HCP marketing matures even further in healthcare. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Of course, my pleasure. That was Kamya Elawadi, and it was a terrific conversation. Many thanks for listening. Come back soon for another one. This is Mark Yusquitz for the MMNN Podcast. Take care. Mm -hmm.